Matthew chapter 8, and we will begin uh, with verse 1. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 1. Just to give you a little uh, background, we'll reiterate uh, that we have been teaching on the subject of divine healing. Uh, We understand and uh, do believe in medical science. We thank God for medical science and appreciate the expertise that doctors and nurses and people who are in the medical profession are affording us, and uh, we appreciate the gifts and the talents that they have and the knowledge that they have, and we also thank God for natural uh, elements that God has placed in the earth uh, for our benefit, for our health benefits, and that help us to maintain health in our physical bodies. We thank God for nutrition and people who are knowledgeable in that area. And, of course, we believe in uh, exercise and taking care of our bodies. But we also believe in divine healing and that uh, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is a healer. God was a healer in the Old Testament. God, through uh, Jesus, uh, in the a book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we see that healing was demonstrated and displayed uh, through the ministry and the life of Jesus. And we see it in the book of Acts. We see it in the New Testament as well. Uh, that healing is a part of God's provision. Uh, we have studied in our uh, past lessons on the subject of redemption and healing through the redemptive work of Christ that Jesus Uh, bore our sin, and he also bore our sicknesses. He carried our pains. He took our place, and as a result, healing has been provided through the redemptive work of Christ. Today, we want to focus our attention on it being God's will to heal. It is the will of God to heal, and it's God's will to heal all. And so in this uh, passage, beginning in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 1, And when he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. So multitudes followed Jesus. And if you notice again and again in Scripture, you'll find that he was surrounded by multitudes who were seeking uh, healing in many occasions. They wanted to hear him teach, they wanted to hear him preach, but they wanted healing. They were seeking to be healed. In this case, it was a great multitude that followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. There is a leper. Uh, Leprosy ate away the flesh. And actually, uh, the flesh was eaten away and destroyed. And uh, it was a curse. And we have discovered from our study that sickness and disease is a curse, according to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Very clear that uh, sickness and disease is a curse. It's not a blessing. However, healing is a blessing. And one of the blessings that was provided through the cross, according to Galatians 3, 13 and uh, 14, one of those blessings would be healing. It's one of the provisions that God has made for us through the death of Christ on the cross and through the sufferings of the Messiah, the sufferings of Christ. Healing has been provided. Well, this particular story is prior to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, the cross of Christ. And this man comes to worship Jesus. And he said in this verse, Lord, if you will, thou canst. 
If you will, you can. So he believed that Jesus could. He believed that Jesus had the power. He believed that Jesus can heal. But his question was, will he heal? He believed he could, but he wasn't sure if he would. And so the reality of even though this man had not seen Jesus crucified, died and buried and raised again, like we, of course, haven't seen it with our eyes, but we've heard the gospel and many times prior to the cross and after the cross, people still have that question. Is it God's will to heal? And they may believe, well, surely it's God's will to heal somebody, but will he heal me? Faith is based on the known will of God. In other words, how could you believe for something you didn't believe it was his will to give you? And so faith is based on the known will of God. In order to believe for healing and expect his healing power to be revealed and demonstrated in your life, you want to know or have this confidence that it is his will that he wants to do so. So again, this man believed that he could, but he didn't know if he would. He said, you can, but will you? And so Jesus responded to the man's question, and the answer is yes, I will. Verse 3, it says, Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. This disease of leprosy was cleansed. And so, supernaturally, God intervened by the power of God. This man who had leprosy was made whole. They still actually have leprosy colonies today. And they confine them to a, a place because it's such a contagious disease. And so, healing was something that Jesus did all the time. It was something that Jesus did throughout his ministry. But in this case, there's one man that has a question. Will you heal me? And Jesus' answer is very emphatic. Yes, I will be clean. And he was immediately made whole. Or he was immediately cleansed of this leprosy in his body. Now, I'm going to read it out of a few other translations Wade's translation says, if you have the will, you have the power to cleanse me. And for verse 3, he says, I have the will, be cleansed. I have the will, be cleansed. And Philip's uh, version says, if you want to, you can make me clean. And Jesus' response is, of course I want to be clean. Of course. Be clean. And then Knox's translation says, it is my will. So Jesus made it very clear to this man, it is my will that you be healed. Wee's translation says, I am desiring it from all my heart. Be cleansed at once. I'm desiring it from all my heart. So this is God's heart expressed to this man who has leprosy. It is God's heart because... 
Jesus came here to do not his own will, but the will of the Father. 